Hi, this is Pamela Davis. Welcome to episode 11 of the Well Done Life podcast. Hello, I'm Pamela Davis, and welcome to episode 11 of the Well Done Life podcast. How's everybody doing this week? I am so glad that we are able to share another week together. It is Sunday night at 10.55 p.m. on the April the 5th. I'm trying to keep track of all the dates because it's all running together. And if you are just joining the Well Done Life podcast for the first time, welcome to my community. Uh, the Well Done Life podcast is set up as, like I mentioned, a community where we're going to share stories, uh, hopefully in the hope of giving everyone the strength and the knowledge to go forth and be better and really learn from each other. Because ultimately, I truly believe that each of us has something special to share. And this is my way of getting it started so that I can share some of the things that I've gone through with the hopes that it will make you better and that you will feel more comfortable sharing your stories. So right now, you guys have been listening to me, but eventually, once that we're kind of past some things, especially the Rona, and we don't have to social distance as much, we will get to the point where we are actually doing interviews and talking and growing because I really do want to build a great community of people. So like I said, this is episode 11 and we're here. It's like, I definitely feel like Groundhog Day. I think I'm like three, four weeks now (laughs) into um, quarantine and being at home and working from home. So everything is kind of running together. So please excuse me sometimes if I make mistakes with dates and times, but I'm really glad that we're here in this place, especially on Palm Sunday. It's a special Sunday going into the Holy Week for Easter. So I definitely, before we get started, want to make sure that I send uh, prayers and blessings as we go into this week. You know, we have so much that we're facing right now that I really feel like we all need to kind of cover each other in prayer. So I definitely am sending you and your families prayers of peace and happiness of love and health and restoration during this time. So how's everybody holding up? I know for myself, it has been really an interesting week. Um, I think my emotions have kind of gone up and down a little bit because like I said, I'm working from home and it's, I have to admit, I miss going to the office. I miss my routine. Last week, I really felt it. I felt like, wow, I was so excited to get in my car and drive to the pharmacy. I didn't know what to do. That's crazy. But it did. It just kind of gave me a break. And don't get me wrong, I, I, you know, occasionally I'll get out and walk around and do stuff in my house, but my sister's home with me. So with my work schedule being from 8.30 to 5.30, if not a little bit longer most times, I really am kind of isolated from my mom and my sister. My mom's in her room, my sister's downstairs. So she's the one who's going out and throwing out garbage and Uh, going to the mailbox. She's the one who's kind of doing some of those basic things so that I have time to focus on work. And I feel blessed to be able to do that. But at the same time, it's kind of tough because I remember those days that we probably have all felt like we've taken for granted where you could go out to lunch. Or even if you didn't want to go out to lunch to eat, you could go sit outside and just in the sun or have a cup of coffee with someone and have conversation. I miss the physical interaction. 
And like I said, we're kind of social distancing because my mom is 72 and she's going to be 73 this week coming, which is awesome. Um, she is scared of the Rona for real. So she's like, because I am just getting over the, I'm getting over the flu. I had the flu a couple of weeks back, influenza B, and I've talked all about it in a couple of episodes. So don't trip. Um, she is determined not to get ill. So because I'm going in and out sometimes, like grocery stores or to the pharmacy, she doesn't want me to hug her. She was like, "Uh uh-uh, you cannot touch me and don't come in my room. So (laughs) it's a little tricky. And like my sister and I, we also kind of do the same thing. So there's really not a lot of physical interaction. And I miss that. I do. I miss being able to hug people. And um, (laughs) it's just, you realize in times like this, how much the smaller things really do matter. And it's funny, it kind of ties back to what I'm learning in my Yale course um, from Corsia, the science of well-being. This week, we were talking quite a bit about, you know, really tapping into those things that you think make you happy, but really don't, and how you really have to focus on what your character strengths are. So like I said, my character strength is gratitude. Um, So one of my assignments this week was I have to have a gratitude journal. So every day I journal about the things that make me, that I'm grateful for. And I noticed after reading um, last week's, and I'm going to continue it on through, I think, the rest of this process through this time of quarantine, because I think it will help me um, reset at the end of every day. But what I noticed is a lot of the things, the little things I'm grateful for, they have nothing to do with money. They have nothing to do with anything materialistic. It's just the little things. Like one of the things in particular this past week was we put on music and my sister was dancing and sweeping up the floor. And it just gave me such an innate sense of joy to watch her smile and dance and sweep. Or making cupcakes. My sister and I made cupcakes yesterday just baking together and even though we were a little social distancing and all that good stuff, just to have that, that time where it wasn't, you know, frenetic and we weren't rushing around, it gave me joy and talking to my godmother or sending memes with my friends back and forth through Instagram, because I don't know about you guys, but I find like Instagram is my spot, especially with all of the lives. And we'll talk about that in a minute, but it's just been you know, it's the little things. So I think for me, that is definitely going to be important to kind of help me. Because even on my worst days, if I take a moment to just write down the little things that I'm grateful for, like my sister making me coffee every day. So that's one less thing that I have to worry about. It just makes me feel grateful. And it reminds me at the end of the day, that it's all about the basics. And I think we're all kind of getting that opportunity, kind of like what I was talking about in the process of adaptation. My last podcast, I feel like this is a time of adaptation, you know, all this changing and preparing for what's going to come in the future. And um, I had a conversation again uh, on social media tonight because uh, one of the accounts that I follow, uh, Dejen Eats, she is a Caribbean vegan chef, and she has a really nice restaurant in Eatonville. So if you're in Central Florida, uh, you should definitely check her out on Instagram. It's at Dejen Eats. Uh, she actually also is doing um, vegan 
meals that you can order and have delivered or you can pick up, which is a great thing because I have a vegan in my house. My sister Tracy is a vegan and it, the food is amazing. I've taken numerous people there and I'm not a vegan, but it definitely is so good. She was talking about in her post tonight, um, you know, how is everyone feeling? And it's funny because I took a screenshot of the post itself because the quote that she had, I've seen it numerous times and it definitely is hitting home more and more as we're getting deeper into the quarantine. So I wanted to read it to you. And in the title is, And the People Stayed Home. And if you've heard this before or read it before, please, you know, forgive the repetition, but I always feel like maybe sometimes we hear things over and over because it's something that we have to process. So, and the people stayed home and read books and listened and rested and exercised and made art and played games and learned new ways of being and were still and listened more deeply. Some meditated, some prayed, some danced, some met their shadows and the people began to think differently and the people healed. And in the absence of people living in ignorant, dangerous, mindless, and heartless ways, the earth began to heal. And when the danger passed and the people joined together again, they grieved their losses and made new choices and dreamed new images and created new ways to live and heal the earth fully as they had been healed. And uh, the author of that quote is Kitty O'Mara. And like I said, I've seen it numerous times and it was funny when I saw it again because it just again keeps reinforcing in my mind what I've been believing that I truly believe that this is like I said earlier a time a process of adaptation this is a time where we are preparing for what's coming forward in the future and as a part of that preparation I think we do have to tap into the things that make us happy, the things that bring us joy, because we don't know what's going to come. And we need to be prepared for it because the world is going to change. And I think we could all agree that after this, it will never go back the same. So we just kind of have to think about how we're going to adjust as people. And I know a lot of us are, you know, kind of feeling the pressures of creating during this time. And not to say that this is pressure because I love actually doing my podcast. I love talking to you guys. This is natural conversation. I would love to tell you tonight that I'm prepped up, but I'm not prepped up. This is totally coming out of my heart and my soul and my mind because I couldn't prepare. I, I didn't really know what direction I wanted to talk to you guys in. So I just said, well, I'm going to wing it. And I think that there's a, nothing wrong with that. I think a lot of us who are creatively minded or who have things in our heart, we need to kind of wing it sometimes. We need to take time and flow with things the way that they naturally should be. Instead of feeling the pressure to live up to what other people's expectations are of what should, we should be doing with this time. Because I do see that email and I, I've probably said it before and I don't recall it at this moment, but I probably have, you know, that this should be a time where new businesses are birthed or books are written or podcasts are started or companies are built. And that's all well and good. If that's something that's in your spirit and you can emotionally handle processing that much energy, then go do that. But if you can't, then you should not shame anyone, neither should I, for taking that time, taking this time to rest. Because resting and feeding your soul and feeding your spirit and your energy 
is just as important as creating something new because just because it doesn't get birth in this particular time, in this moment, doesn't mean that it wasn't supposed to happen. It's just supposed to happen at another juncture. And maybe God's preparation for you is rest in its reflection and it's finding peace and healing things inside of yourself that are bothering you. So don't feel pressured. And if I've pressured anyone by anything that I may have said in previous podcasts, please don't feel that way. Please forgive me because you got to do what's right for you. None of us have this together. That's why we're all trying to live the well done life and learn and share along the journey. Because believe me, we're all weighing it, whether we want to admit it or not. And so I love that post because, again, it shows that everybody is doing something different in the process based upon where they are. So I wanted to share it and just kind of keep putting it out there as this is a time for just kind of reflection and resting and healing, healing those things inside of yourself, healing so that the world can heal. It's funny, um, I've I've become addicted, like I mentioned, um, to Instagram videos. I love uh, Club Quarantine. If you haven't been, you should check it out. It's uh, by DJ D-Nice on his Instagram page. It's amazing. It was featured on CNN, and I think I'd mentioned it in another podcast as well. And they had it today, and it was all 90s music. So I had the pleasure of dancing in my kitchen while I warmed up uh, leftovers for dinner tonight for my family. And it was awesome. I love dancing and listening to music. It just makes me excited. And being able to listen to interviews. Um, I follow Trevor Noah on Instagram as well. And his interview with Dr. Fauci was amazing. I would definitely recommend, again, that's another page to check out. (laughs) So there's so much good content. I love the fact that people are actually able to have real conversations during this time. I don't know if you notice that more, but I feel like the conversations are realer because, you know, when it's in a studio, it's scripted. Now you're kind of seeing people looking like Scruff McGuff, like myself, and we're just having good conversation. And they're asking the questions in insightful ways, in ways that us as consumers want to hear it. We don't need fancy smancy. We just need the truth and the facts. And it's really nice to hear that. And like I said, I'm a big uh, podcast person, video person. I love looking and consuming content because for me, when I'm in moments of stress, my mind is constantly seeking out information to help calm it. But it's definitely, there's just, it's something out there for everyone between all the TikToks and the Don't Rush Challenge and the Meg the Stallion challenges. There's just so much entertainment. And I love seeing how so much of it involves families. There's so much more togetherness now. It's like, again, you know, people are dancing, people are sharing, people are learning. And the world gets a chance to see that and see that love and that love manifests positivity and helps people cope when they're feeling bad. And again, it just, it all helps us heal because ultimately that's what all of this is about. We could all sit here and talk for hours, hours about all the craziness that we see on the news and talk about everything that's going on in the world. But ultimately what really matters is that we heal. Ultimately, what really matters is that we figure out a way to cure this and that we we make it accessible to everyone so that as a world we can move forward. This doesn't this disease doesn't discriminate. It doesn't discriminate based upon race, 
uh, wealth, status, anything, gender, everybody is open season in regards to being able and being affected. So it's just an opportunity again for us to be supportive of each other, to be a little bit kinder to each other. So I want to make sure, and I'm going to keep saying this until we're back in our normal places, I want to thank the first responders who are out there every day going to work, risking their lives to make our lives a little better. You know, thank you to all the delivery drivers. Thank you to all the people in the grocery store. Thank you to the people that are working in the hospitals. An extra thank you to them. The people who are working in the pharmacy and the doctor's offices. We really have to think about those things because they're right out there every day. My cousin is a truck driver. Um, I, he and I were texting today and I was telling him, you know, be safe. But I thank him as well because he's putting his life on the line going out there in all these places back and forth, constantly trying to make sure we have all the goods and services that we need. My cousin works in a nursing home facility, and I'm just so grateful that she's able to go out there and help make sure that somebody else's family member is taken care of, even though she has a young daughter of her own. I just thank her for everything that she's doing. So I just wanted to make sure I always take that time to say that because no matter what, we have to be grateful for those people who give us so much every day. So essentially, that's pretty much what I've got going on. I'm also adulting. Um, one thing I, I wanted to share and I got this week, I got insurance. <laughs> I got insurance that's not job uh, related. I have insurance through work, but I was kind of thinking like I need to really start focusing on having my own insurance that's not job related. And I don't know, maybe I'm last to the party and you guys can definitely tell me, but do you have job insurance that's not job related? Not saying that anything is going to happen to my job from, you know, but at the same time, I was thinking about how I need to make sure that I start to set up my family better. Um, so that if something were to happen to me because I am the head of my household, that I'm preparing for that. And yes, I'm 47 years old, full transparency, getting into it, but I need to get into that. And I need to be thinking about that. And I wanted to make sure I brought that up and that I shared that because some of you are younger than me. And I want you to start thinking about that because these are times that should make us think, wow, what if something did happen to me, especially if I'm a homeowner or I'm taking care of someone or, you know, some person is is dependent upon my income to be able to make it? What if something happened? Because as we're seeing with everything that's going on, it doesn't discriminate. There are people, unfortunately, who are passing away at very young ages. What have we done to start preparing ourselves for that kind of conversation? And I hate to say it, but in the Black community, that is not something that we do a good job of. And I don't think that it's just the Black community. I think it's the Black and Brown community. We do not do a good enough job of preparing for the future, of having conversations about finances, about having conversations of preparation for beyond to protect assets and to help create 
uh, a generational wealth within our, our family structures. And that's something that we can definitely get into more. Finances are always a tough subject. I have never been an expert at it. I have gotten better through, unfortunately, a lot of fuck ups and through age. <laughs> That's pretty much what it's been. And we can definitely dive more into it. But full disclosure, I just got it done um, this past weekend. And I've had numerous financial advisors before. But I think the problem was they were more focused on trying to push their sales versus trying to do what made sense for me at a financial standpoint. And I finally found someone who was willing to do what I need to do at this particular point for me. And I felt comfortable there. We've had conversations before. There's been trust built. I've taken their advice before and built money off of it. So I felt like this was a relationship I wanted to extend. So that's something I just kind of wanted to throw out there for to think about. We can maybe talk about it next week or even in the week after. I kind of have to wrap my mind around being that transparent because, you know, it's not easy. But I wanted to throw it out there because while we're thinking of everything else, you know, where we want to go next, what we want to do next, what we want to build and accomplish, make sure we're thinking about how we're going to protect it and what we're going to do so that if something were to happen in our lives, we're taking care of. So I wanted to make sure before I kind of wrap this up that I've had at least started that conversation with you guys about it. So if you have any feedback or suggestions, let me know. This week is, like I said, the Holy Week, Palm Week. So I am praying for each of your families for health and prosperity and love. I hope that this week is a, a, another, a good week for you. I know that everyone is saying this is gloom and doom, but let's try to hold each other up knowing that God is on the throne that great things will happen, that we'll all do the right things, the things that we need to do so that we can move past this and we'll be better for it. So if you want to, please like, share, subscribe. I'm on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere where podcasts are found. You can also reach me on social media at I am Pamela L. Davis on Twitter. Pamela L. Davis on Instagram, my favorite platform right now, and Pamela L. Davis, um, Pamela Davis on Facebook. So, and if you really want to reach out to me too, big email person, you can also email me at thewelldonelife at gmail.com. So I hope you guys have an amazing week. Stay safe, be cool, share some good notes with me about what you're watching and listening to, and I will talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.